This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast, episode number 40. The secret code for the show is left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down, B, A, start. And the password is 1, V, A, G, I, N, A, for you. This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Space is the final frontier. Then this is just the pit stop at the rest area that is near. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast in your ear. Studios in Battle Creek, Michigan, the Red Room in Spadeland, possibly Jazzland, Tennessee, and the Scorpion Room in San Marcos, Texas. This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, and to the new listeners who found us off of Tinder, uh, Plenty of Fish, uh, OkCupid, uh, Hinge, um, and all the other dating websites that I'm on, uh, welcome to the 40th episode of the pod damn idiots podcast he is the sultan of singles town he is jay hizzle he's the prince of penis tickles he's rick spade joining us sometime throughout the show he's the colossus of crushing puppets he is the jazz and i and big dick daddy on all those dating websites I'm Texas. Apparently you're overcompensating for something. We might have figured out your problem. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not actually oh, my okay. I was going to say, that's not always the best thing to lead with. You know, as I was thinking of that, I was, I was saying, what, what can I say my funny username was? And in my head was a uh, big dick lover. I was like, no, that's not right. <laughs> that is not right. Uh, I had, I was like, that's, I was like, no, cause because it sounds like, you know, I got a big dick. I'm a good lover. But I was like, nope, that's not what I'm going to go with. No, you you, <laughs> you chose the right choice not to go with that. For the record, I enjoy getting those penis tickles off of Tinder. But welcome to the podcast. Um, if you're new to this show, I'm going to go ahead and reintroduce again. We got Jay Hizzle, the bald guy with the arena behind him. We got Rick Spade with the card symbols behind him and we've got me texas who apparently has scorpions chasing him around his house but that doesn't actually happen so how was your week boys we'll start with you jay hizzle well my thought is um so let's say some ladies did find this on your dating profile and they're like hmm pod damn idiots and they looked it up that means they actually know what you sound like because normally when you're on dating websites it's like you talk to someone for quite a while and then you have no idea what they sound like. So 
That's kind of cool. They have the advantage on you. But um, or uh, wouldn't well, that be something if you met someone already, else? With they probably their, already left. Or they're like, huh, this is interesting. Or maybe they're like, you got to hear this. This is so stupid. And next thing you know, there's a whole frat. I don't know. That would, what's the word of sorority house listening? I mean, maybe a frat house too. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully guys aren't on your site. But anyway, my well, week. Bumble, Bumble does have guys on there for some reason. Well, maybe, the I don't know. The world's crazy these days. But my week has been, um, man, it's been a busy, busy week. So I got um, beat up at the boxing gym again. And by beat up, I just mean really good workout where I had to do a lot of crazy things. And I was like gassed by the end. Don't um, lie. That cute girl kicked your ass, didn't she? Again, yes. Right in the, right in the jaw. Uh, not, and not in the good way. <laughs> I mean, it's just she's a beach body coach. And so she has all these. So she gives you two options. She gives you like the really hard way and then like the modified way. But you know me, in my mind, I'm this young, really in shape guy. So I'm like, I'm going to do the hard way. And I do it. And then by the end, I'm just gassed. But, you know, it's a lot of fun. You're not that young anymore, Jay Hizzle. I know, but I feel like it until I go there. I mean, I actually kept up pretty good. But by the end, though, I was like, whew. But it's good. It's good to get your butt kicked. And I got my heart rate monitor working, but I forgot to wear it. So... I'm going to figure out how many calories I'm burning and what my heart rate actually is and if I'm about to die or not. Because maybe I, I am. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, and then, yeah, today there was so, it was, it was a ton of snow. Maybe not a ton of snow, but there was enough snow to make it kind of slick and it was super windy and cold. And I was about to go to work and my dad's like, no, you just stay home and work from home. Which worked out well because I had some... Um, stuff I wanted to do that I have equipment here to do. So I was able to get some good work done today. And, um, yeah, it's just been a, a really busy, fast week. It just flew by. It seems like it was just the other day I was up super late podcasting with you guys. So, And now we're here again. Super Bowl weekend, baby. Going for the Chiefs. Yes, yeah, sir. Going for Brady and the Bucks. Fuck that. Just because I like to piss off the Michigan State fans. Because we actually have one, one Michigan player that is actually decent. Yeah, he's decent. It doesn't mean I'm going to cheer for him. But he's 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 the. I know everyone says he's the goat, but the the up and coming goat is Mahomes. Especially if he just keeps winning these Super Bowls like it's nothing. So, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to some good commercials. I hope. I don't know with that monster contract he got. He's going to lose a lot of his weapons. So he better be doing good while he's got his weapon still. Rick, Is that what, it for your week? No. Yeah, Rick, what about you? What's your week been like? I see it's like raining. For those watching the YouTube channel, it's like raining spades and stuff. Do I see clubs too? Oh, hearts and diamonds. Oh, they're all there. Okay. Oh, my. <laughs> spades and clubs and hearts and diamonds. Oh, oh my. my. Oh, it's been a shitty week. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, it is what it is. So, not getting that position that I've been hoping to transfer to after the last two months because, you know, bosses want to screw around. Uh, I was hoping maybe my truck would be back this week, and then they sent me a text message saying, 
Oh yeah, we had to order you a new door. So that won't be here till Tuesday. So no truck for, you know, the eighteenth week in a row. That's tough. My truck's been gone since the seventeenth of December. We are now in February. You just been riding your bike to work. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, at least your legs are gonna look fantastic. That's true. I've lost so much weight. That's ridiculous. I'm sure the girls dig the little bell on your bike that goes ring ring. Yeah, he, he 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 rides up next to a girl, does like a hockey stop, bring 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 bring. What's up, baby? You want to ride right, my I, basket? All right, now get it right. I actually have the squeaky horn that goes. Oh. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> um, no. Other than that, I uh, I taught my daughter how to cook tacos today. She did a good job. Yeah, that's impressive. And uh, Jay Hizzle doesn't even know how to make tacos. It's, that's true. I don't know how to do a lot of things. I I figure that by your refrigerator. Um, yeah, other than that, I sold some stocks this week, um, made a $300 profit, so that was pretty good. That was good. Well, considering I bought the stocks for $0.33 cents a piece, and then that was a total of $33, yeah. Um, so we call a penny here. stock explosion. Other than that, um, shaved my goatee, that was about it. It's gone. Dude, After I didn't realize you shaved your goatee. Yeah, it's gone. Wow. Should we call him Babyface Spade? Just kidding. Call him Babyface. Oh, so are you saying when I have my goatee, that's my heel turn? Yep. Uh, Let's see what I did there. That's a wrestling joke. You made a joke. He made a joke. What about you, Texas? Oh, it has not been a bad week. Uh, I started doing training this week with the guy who's going Uh-oh. to nights. Unfortunately for him, our plant has been down for two of those days. And then today they had him back in the haul truck. So he stuck with me for one more week next week. Other than that. I uh, I at least know we have two new listeners to the podcast because I turned him on. I showed him the clip of Jay Hizzle's rim job and then a uh, WAP, and he really enjoyed those clips. And he showed his, he let his fiance listen to him. So now we've at least got two new listeners to the podcast. So hi, Austin and his fiance. Hi, Austin and Austin's fiance. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the hi. show. Oh, Rick says um, hi, too. I know he did. Other than that, I've got a annual refresher training tomorrow. Don't know why they're doing it on a Saturday, but got that tomorrow at 630. Is it paid? Should only be. Yes, it, yeah, of course it's paid. Nice. Um, other than that, I don't really have much else. Started doing some workouts while at work since we've been down for three days. Oh, what kind of workouts? Uh, Austin's a former Marine. Oh, so wow. he showed me some like uh, leg shredders and stuff like that. So basically squats, uh, lunges, then jumping lunges, and then jumping squats. Did, <laughs> that will I, do I'm, it. I'm working my way up. I, I Because you're supposed to do all four 
like 10 sets of all four, rest for a minute, and then do it again. I got through two, and I was like, Shh. I got through the, I got through the lunges and the squats, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a nap now. <laughs> hey. So I gotta get my fat butt back into shape. But hey, it hey. takes a while. It's understandable. Wow, working on it. Between me getting my butt kicked by beach body people, and you got Marines on your ass, whew, we're gonna be like the in shape podcast. Well, Rick, Rick riding his bike. Cring 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 cring. Well, let, let's just be honest here. I haven't done any type of workout thing since before B Slow's wedding, okay? <laughs> and you're still skinnier than most of us. And Jazz has, when he races, he has like a, the racing wheel has resistance. So he's probably losing a lot of pounds right now. Um, in case anyone's wondering, Jazz did give a quick update. He is doing a, um iRacing event right now at Daytona, and he will be returning. Nope, Talladega. Tal- Talladega? He said Dega. Oh, Talladega. Um, then that's where he must be at, <laughs> which is sad. I should know that since I'm looking right at it right now. And then he's going <laughs> to join us um, later on in the show after the race. So they're... If we're still podcasting. Yeah, None of us we... are drinking, so it should be a shorter show. That That's true, if we're still doing that. so I mean, it won't be two hours, 53 minutes, and 37 seconds. Well, that's because we wouldn't shut the hell up. We were all drunk. Or at least yeah. I was. Yeah, it was pretty wasted. It was fun. Of course, I started drinking before the podcast, and then I fell asleep, and then I woke up. So I didn't know where the fuck I was. It was great. But, um, well, there's... All right. The race is only four laps in on a 98, so... So you got any news for us, Jay Hizzle? No news today. No, I'm just kidding. Do I have any news? There's there's a jam-packed news week. So many important things happening in the world right now. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to do my news. So, I'm going to start with probably one of the biggest news stories of the year so far. So, a Kentucky animal shelter is raising funds by offering jilted lovers the chance to have cats do their business on the names of their exes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, what a way to, <laughs> to like, gain money. Lexington Humane Society said donors pay 10 bucks. And they get retro pushin <laughs> for the broken hearts by having their ex's name inscribed on the inside of a litter box to be used by the shelter's cats. <laughs> Rick, have you already sent them twenty bucks? Well, I sent them so. more than twenty bucks. You know how many jilted lovers <laughs> I have? So the adoptable kitties have your back and will dump all over your ex. The shelter I was just says. going off your ex wives. I don't know how many jilted lovers you actually have. Cats can be spiteful creatures, and trust us, they are more than happy to take a number two on your former number one. The dumps for the dumped. (laughs) The promotion ends February 12th, but the litter boxes will remain in place until February 15th to ensure they get plenty of use on Valentine's Day. (laughs) That is just awesome. I thought that was hilarious. So good good for you. I bet they're raising a crap crap ton of money, too. (laughs) (laughs) Shh. Now, now, for the record, I would only put one ex-wife's name in the litter box. The first one? Yeah. That makes sense. I'd even find a picture on Facebook if she still had one. <laughs> Can I just have a whole picture put there? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, too. But I just thought, you know, that's that's some big news. Definitely something that doesn't happen every day. Now, guys, as everyone knows California is a state that's it's suffering, right? Things are tough over there. But apparently... That's their own damn fault. They're getting really tough. There is a small California town 
With a tour, tourism industry hard hit by COVID-19, seems like every town would be hard hit over there since they're basically closed. But if you come to their city, they're going to offer visitors $100 to come and stay. So it's the, the Santa Maria Valley programs providing $100 vouchers, which can be used at the town's wineries, breweries, restaurants, to tourists who stay for at least two nights at their hotels. Huh. This promotion um, was launched Thursday. It runs through March 31st. So they're like, Santa Maria Valley has so much to offer. We have beautiful beaches, hotels, and wineries that are such a great option for budget-conscious travelers during a time of economic rebound. So the town is a safer travel location than many other California destinations, as the area is less crowded and social distancing can be more easily enforced. So visit Santa Maria Valley. It's calling on visitors to discover the region in a safe, responsible way. I mean, it does sound fun to go wine tasting and stuff, but... I just think that's crazy that they're literally giving out like a hundred bucks just so you'll come visit. Come well, visit if they town. stopped if they stopped voting for Democrats, they wouldn't be shut down right now and having issues. I'm surprised they can have people come in their state, so that's impressive. All right, I'm surprised they have a hundred bucks to give. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do tax a lot there, so, and I don't know how good they are with true. the budget. I mean, it's the government; they just give money now. They print it just. Uh, can someone hit control P, please, on the printer there? <laughs> so, oh, crap. I, I meant to print the $100 bills. Um, can someone re-put the ink in? And Anyway, let's look at, look at some Guinness. Oh, so you mean they didn't print the, they didn't mean to print the Biden pennies that were zero cents? No, accidents, they happen. But, um, there's some Guinness World Record news out there. People breaking records every week. It's crazy. Brazil pear breaks Guinness record with 1,010 origami dogs. Wow. A pair of paper-folding enthusiasts in Brazil broke a Guinness World Record when they combined their efforts to create a display featuring 1,010 origami dogs. That's pretty impressive. I mean, I imagine it takes a little while to fold these origami dogs. So... The colors included red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and purple. So, so basically the colors of the rainbow. Yeah, it's like Skittles. Holy crap, though. The duo said it took them 60 days to fold all the origami dogs and arrange them into the color-coordinated display. Apparently, huh? It makes me think that there must not be a time limit on this, or maybe they're the first ones to do this, so now if you can do it in 59 days, you get the record. So that's really interesting. There we go. If we learn how to fold origami dogs, we can do six or um, 1,010 in 59 days, and we'll have a Guinness World Record. I can't even fold paper in a hot dog hamburger, okay? Do you think, though, they have, like, a record for the most cootie catchers made? I'll have to look into that one. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, when, when Jazz is here, or maybe if B-Slow comes back for an episode, and five idiots... Full of the most cootie catchers in 10 days. I don't know why. I can't even fold a fucking paper airplane. You want me to fold a fucking cootie catcher? Oh, I can't. Rick doesn't even fold his underwear. I can't really do an airplane, but I can do a cootie catcher. That's true. They're just thrown in the drawer. Of course, it's it's hard to fold G strings. Mm -hmm. You just ball it up and hope that it lands in the fucking shape that you need it in. This is a very interesting one. A Washington State casino broke two Guinness World Records when it celebrated the opening of its new parking garage with a race between two cars that were 91% cake. <laughs> wow. 
The Alani Casino, located near La Center, held a race between two replica Formula One cars, each one consisting of a cake body mounted on an aluminum chassis. This this sounds like a delicious race. So, um, each car was 91% edible to ensure they met Guinness World Record qualifications that required the cars to be 90% edible in order to set the record for the fastest edible vehicle and the longest distance covered by an edible vehicle. Really? Who is making these records up? This is crazy. Formula One drive? No way. Formula One driver Michael Andretti drove the car that broke the record. Wow. The vehicle is a replica of a car he drove during a championship season. The other car was a replica of a car once driven by his father, Mario Andretti. Andretti's, Rick looks really confused. Andretti's cake car reached his top speed of 17.08 miles per hour and traveled a distance okay. of 349.81 feet to break the record. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. How fast can you drive a fucking edible car? <laughs> 17 miles an hour. You know what they you know what they should have did and they probably would have been able to go faster they should have made the damn thing out of race crispy treats. <laughs> I just can't believe Michael Andretti was there to do that. That's really cool. Rice crispy treats and fondant. But just think when you're racing that car if you're hungry you can just grab a piece and eat it. <laughs> a little bit of that fondant. <laughs> just don't eat like the steering wheel all the pedals obviously. You might regret that. Well, I'm sure those were the non-edible parts. Yeah, I'm guessing the tires probably too. So maybe it had pedals. We don't know if you can only go 17 miles an hour. Like a pedal car, like a Flintstone vehicle. I just think that's crazy. Oh, guys, in Illinois, they're having some issues with bridges. Well, one bridge specifically. Well, Illinois has issues. Period. That's true. I digress. A box truck crashed into a historic Illinois bridge with a low clearance. It was the 14th such incident since the bridge was reopened following repairs in 2020. (laughs) Uh, It makes you kind of wonder, like, maybe we're doing something wrong here when 14 trucks have hit this thing in a short amount of time. Witnesses said they saw the truck approaching the bridge on Robert Parker Coffin Road. (laughs) Because, yeah, anyway, in Long Grove. It was apparent that the top of the vehicle was going to collide with the bridge cover. (laughs) Uh... John Kopecki said he was outside his business with his friend Monday when they saw the truck headed towards the bridge and shouted for it to stop. Kopecki captured video of the collision, which occurred right after a witness shouted, Say goodbye to your truck! Um, yeah, the Lake County Sheriff's Office said 13 previous reports of the bridge being struck by oversized vehicles recorded since it reopened after repairs in August of 2020. Wow. Monday's crash did not cause any serious damage to the structure, however. The bridge <clears throat> was also struck by a bus just one day after it initially reopened and struck a second time the following day while news crews were recording a segment on the incident. <laughs> Man, I don't I don't know if um what they they need to put something that's in your face like maybe they should just say trucks and buses don't go under this bridge or something. Obviously people driving big vehicles aren't really aware of how tall their vehicles are. But you mean like that bridge here in Battle Creek? The one that semis always get stuck on? Like that bridge? Sure, but I guess I don't know which bridge that is. The one off of Dickman going into Springfield. Oh. The, the one he that said always floods. Dickman. Oh, okay. I didn't know people get stuck in that too often. Have you never seen all those pictures on Facebook? Uh, I'll have to look. Ooh, this one's kind of funny. <clears throat> Me being a hockey fan and all. A New Jersey man was expecting a shipment of accessories for his clothing company 
Instead, he opened a box to find a bundle of hockey sticks intended for Washington Capitol stars Adina Chara. <laughs> How cool are they happy? Like, you're just expecting something, and all of a sudden you get Zadina Chara sticks mailed to you. So he says he receives FedEx packages every day for his business, so it wasn't unusual for him to receive a package Monday morning, but the size of the box made him think, huh, something's not right here. So he said he was even more confused when he opened the box and discovered more than a dozen jumbo-sized hockey sticks. Um, the sticks yeah, Zadina Chara does not use small hockey sticks. Yeah, That's a tall man. He's like the tallest player in the NHL, I believe. So it was a company called True Hockey, and they're intended for Zadina Chara. So this has to take the cake. It's the strangest thing I've gotten by mistake, Ben told ESPN. Future Hall of Famer sticks for the tallest player in NHL history? That's crazy. Those odds aren't don't even make sense. That's true. So he tweeted photos of the hockey sticks, and the post went viral and caught the attention of the True Hockey officials too. So that's kind of funny. They're like, how is there a young man... Posting in New Jersey that he had sticks. Then I looked at the box and saw it was intended for the Capitals and just thought, oh, my gosh, they're Charas. This was the company that was shipping them. The shipping label for the Capitals practice facility address was listed on the package label. So True Hockey went to FedEx for answers, and they told uh, apparently tracking information from the package indicated it was at a facility in Memphis. So they said they couldn't do anything until they knew they were missing, so we took it in our own hands. Um, the company's now making plans to have the sticks picked up and hopefully have them delivered to the Capitals while they're in New York this week for a game against the Rangers. Well, they need to give that guy a uh, like a game-used autograph oh, yeah. stick from they Chara the, to the make The company's hoping to find a way to thank Ben for his assistance. So that's just kind of crazy. Because any other like money-trying-to-make person could just be on eBay selling those things. Yeah. No, he did the right thing for sure. Um, plus they weren't game used anyway. It's not as exciting, but it's still, it's just a cool story. So, and then one last story before I have a little bit of sports. Yeah. But do you know how much hockey sticks are? Yeah. They're hundreds like, of dollars. Even if you, well, even if you can't use the stick, cause I'm going to say, like six, six, but still those sticks are at least a hundred, a hundred some odd a piece. Let's see. Two brothers from New Jersey were kicked off a United Airlines flight last month, guys. And it was not because they didn't wear masks. In fact, they wanted to make sure they had extra coverage. That's why they bought narwhal masks, which are airtight face shields with inhale and exhale filtration systems that were inspired by scuba masks. However, when they tried to board their plane with these masks, the brothers were asked to take them off because they didn't comply with the airline's policy and wear surgical masks instead. I tell you, they're just getting picky now. I got masks on. No, they're not good enough. And then, of course, they refuse because, you know, they want their scuba, scuba masks. But it didn't meet the criteria image of the paper or cloth mask that everyone's seen millions of times. I'm not trying to exceed that for my own safety and my own comfort to protect my newborn at home and my family that is at risk. That's my right. So United Airlines is pissing people off again. I didn't know you have to. Your mask has to align with their mask policy. Cause I don't. Yeah, un- you, United does not allow um, like masks with vents on them anymore. Mm-hmm. I know that because that's what I flew up there to Michigan. You have to have a cloth or paper mask. That's stupid. Or they will. They will. They will ask you to change it, or they will kick you off the flight. They said they won't let them wear a mask like that because it could make communication challenging during an emergency during flight. Oh, like a regular mask wouldn't. Sir, what'd you say? 
<laughs> oh my God! They killed Kenny, you bastards! <laughs> Pretty much. I thought feels. if there's really a true emergency too, I'm probably gonna take my mask off and put my oxygen one on. Just saying. <laughs> oh, or you like know. that's the that's not that's not any better. <laughs> Holy crap! We're gonna die. What? Holy crap! We're gonna die. Uh, it just it cracks me up. So, in a little bit of sporting news, um. All right, wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, you want to do your news to... first? Okay. Yeah, before we go to sporting news, Texas, did you get an Amber Alert this week? No, why did I go missing? No, but some Texans in uh, Texas, they got an Amber Alert for a Chucky doll. No, I didn't get that one. That's right. It said the alert, which said that the killer doll from the Child's Play horror films was a suspect in a kidnapping, was sent as a result of a test malfunction, according to state officials. And they didn't send it out just once, just twice, but three times. I'm going to have to check my alerts now. I don't think I got that one. And in this uh, Amber Alert, it said that Chucky is 28 years old. His race is other doll. Eyes blue, hair red or auburn, weight 16 pounds, height is three foot one inches. He's a male, and his additional information was blue denim overalls with multicolored stripe, long sleeve shirt, wielding a huge kitchen knife. Hmm. They ended up saying that uh, it was a part of a malfunction and they were going to uh, work diligently to find out what caused this to this malfunction to happen and hope that this does not happen again. So. Yep. I don't see any, uh, any past notifications of Chucky coming to life. So I'm not sure. I, I got this on the second, so I'm assuming this happened sometime during, uh, last week. No. So yeah, apparently, uh, the Chucky doll came alive and tried to kidnap somebody. I saw in a picture that it might have been his son from the Chucky movies, but don't quote me on that. And now for sports. Oh, man. Well, unfortunately, the Red Wings just lost their eighth straight game. And believe it or not, though, there's one team that's actually worse than them points-wise, which is insane. But the good news is Philip Zadina is back and scored a goal, and he is a Thank big you, part. Ottawa. He is a big part of the Red Wings' future, so... I mean, the Red Wings in Ottawa are in a huge competition for that draft lottery. Although I don't Wings know, should have had the first overall pick this last year. The last couple of years, really, but I don't know if the I, I don't know if there's actually one standout player though. So if they get the first one, it might not be as as important this year. But still, <clears throat> we should still be getting some major talent. But otherwise, the NHL continues to go on, even though various games are getting canceled left and right. But the NHL is getting good now at. When they postpone the game, if another team has stuff postponed, they're kind of just rescheduling stuff right then and there. For example, yeah, they did that for this weekend. Yeah, so for example, the Blues were going to play the Avalanche, and the Cowdies, maybe they're going to play Minnesota or someone, and um, the Avalanche and whoever the Cowdies were going to play both are in COVID protocol, and the Cowdies played two games in St. Louis, and they said, you know what, we'll just have you play two more in St. Louis then. And, and so... I mean, I was impressed. I like how they're just changing stuff around the fly and making it work. So kudos to the NHL. They seem to be doing as good of a job as possible with all the craziness that's going on with COVID and stuff. Even though well, you know of, that like 99% of the players don't have any effects or anything, but they're just being extra cautious. 
they've made a few uh, COVID protocol changes too. They've completely removed the glass behind the players' bench, and the players are not allowed to arrive, but uh, earlier than like an hour and forty-five minutes before the game, unless they sign a waiver to get treatment and whatnot, then they can show up earlier. And what's the point of removing glass behind the players' bench? And is to what they're—I guess what they're trying to hope to do is keep because it, it's all airborne. So if you remove that glass, there's more room for the air to escape. That's the only thing I could think of. I just they, wonder, they, said it, they said it was proper ventilation. So I just wonder, are they concerned? Because um, quite a few NHL arenas have fans now. So is that there will be no one probably within twenty? 20 rows of the players' benches. So that's just kind of interesting that they're... Or maybe it's not all arenas. I don't know. Mm-mm. No, it's, it's all, all of them. Oh. All arenas have removed the glass behind the players' bench. Okay. Cool. They were originally, they were originally going to cancel some of the games that didn't have the glass in place, and then they said that they'd give them until, I think, Wednesday to get it done. So. Oh, yeah, they're talking about the Blues, actually, now that I think about it. Huh, that's very, very interesting. Um... But hey, I guess if you're lucky enough to go a game, you might be able to just talk to the players. <laughs> be like, hey, how's it going? You're, you're not going to be anywhere near the benches. Oh, it'll be interesting to see how it all works out. So that one's kind of strange, though. I don't. Honestly... And if I'm not mistaken, most most arenas that allow fans, they're on the completely other side of their rink from where the players' benches are. Yeah, they're on the hard camera side. They're not on the side with the players. Well, that will help the problem right there. It's just very interesting. Uh, uh, yeah. And I guess a lot of the arenas you couldn't really even run down because they have the big canvas thing wrapped all around. So, ah, oh, the crazy world we live in. And then, um, you know, in, in racing news, Texas and I discussed this earlier, but Natalie Decker has found herself a ride. Woo, woo. So... Natalie Decker will be racing Xfinity Series in the number 23 car for at least five races, possibly more. So it will start in February at the Daytona Road Course. She'll also be doing Talladega, Nashville, Tennessee, Road America, right in her backyard, and uh, Martinsville. And then again, hopefully there will be some other ones. I know she's also doing a couple Trans Am Series, so I thought that's kind of exciting. And by kind of, I mean that's super exciting. So I was excited to hear that news. But that is um, everything I have sports-wise. Texas, Rick, do you have anything you'd like to add? This Sunday is the Super Bowl between Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Uh, I believe we've already gotten everybody's picks except for except for the Jazz, but I think he would rather pick America than either of those two teams. So, since this is coming out after the Super Bowl, let us know who you think you thought was going to win. <laughs> let us know who won. <laughs> let us know what the best commercial you thought was. There we go. So Let us know if there was any uh, wardrobe malfunctions there in the halftime show. In case anyone's running currently, Jazz is um, the race is under caution. They're at lap 27 of 98. Um, I don't know who's running the number nine car, but that car got turned. And most people are going to the pits, so. Well, last Sunday, Edge won the Royal Rumble starting at the number one position, outlasting 29 other superstars. And he will be going to WrestleMania. 
So we got that going for us. Well, also, uh, Bianca Belair won the Women's Royal Rumble. Coming in and, number three. And Christian made a surprise return to the Royal Rumble after many years of being medically not cleared. Ooh. Yep, finally, finally passed those concussion protocols. They allowed him to wrestle. He doesn't know if he's going to be uh, returning or not, but he always asked for one more match. So if that was it. Um, also, wrestler Butch Reed passed away from heart complications today. Oh, that's too bad. Real, real quick, Rick, going back to the Royal Rumble. So there's things, there, there's people out there saying Daniel Bryant was going to win it, but then he was trying to tell Vince that they needed to use the Royal Rumble to push new stars and then edge came back and said put me at number one and let me win the damn thing how do you yeah. feel about that yeah i'm pretty sure that's not what happened that that's just from what i read on the internets you know now don't get me wrong i'm pretty sure that daniel bryan has been on this new talent push or at least he wants to try to push new people to try to make stars i mean that's what we did with Drew mcintyre last year obviously we're trying to push Shinsuke Nakamura back to, uh, you know, uh, main event level. They're trying to get guys like Otis and Chad Gable and Cesaro, you know, back into a main event status. So I can see where, you know, he's trying to do that. At the same time, you have to think that Edge got the uh, rug pulled out from under him last year, and this was kind of his redemption story. And if you really think about it, um... Daniel Bryan's had a bunch of losses lately to mid-card talent. So for him to win the Royal Rumble didn't really make sense. You figure the only person that would have made sense other than Edge probably would have been uh, Big E. Unless they were going to go with Shinsuke after the um, following he had after the gauntlet match. Well, so. just, there was a question because I saw that um, I saw that floating around on the internets. Who do you think Edge is going to challenge for the for the title at WrestleMania? Honestly, I got to go with Roman at this point because of the way that they set up um, SmackDown this week. He wants an answer. You figure, I think it's going to be Roman and Sheamus. Or not Roman and Sheamus. It's going to be Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. I'm going to go with Roman and Edge. And then I think they were even talking about Finn Balor defending the NXT title. So I think he's probably going to face uh cross at wrestlemania either night one or night two so that that's what i heard as well that they were going to have cross versus balor so, all so right those, so those are the matchups i'm expecting unless something happens at elimination chamber between sheamus and mcintyre so anything else um Do you know what i realized I rick's golden knights played night they do. They play at 10. Are you Making excited? For, I Believe me, I am. Because I've been waiting for this game. I mean, it's not I mean, it's not the Blues. We're playing the Sharks, but still. I thought you were playing the Kings. I thought I was playing the Sharks. No, you're playing the Kings. The Ducks are playing the Sharks because I'm watching the pregame for that right now. Bum, I got bum, so bum, confused. Bum, bum, bum. Ah, it's confusing here. Let's be honest. Everyone so confused. Every, 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 every time I look at the schedule, I'm playing somebody different, so I'm like, okay. 
Yeah, well, I imagine their schedule is going to be confusing because they're going to have makeup games kind of thrown in there too. But they'll make it work, and they're going to probably make a deep playoff run until they run into uh, yeah. Blue Wall Barrington. Oh, uh, you know what? It, you, you know what it is. Uh, they play the Sharks on February thirteenth, just randomly in the middle. That's where I got confused. Ah, uh, yep, I believe it. So if that's all we got for news. You know what time that you know that you know what time that means. <laughs> it means it's time for the game of the week. Yeah, I can't speak English. Game of the week. Our Texas doesn't speak English, so I don't know what other language you would say game of the weekend. But I mean, you could try other languages. I'm not sure how far you'd get. Like Wookie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wookie. What a Wookie mistake by you. Yeah. All right. It happens to the best of us. He's so punny. I I am hilarious. All right. So this was requested by Texas, and since Jazz isn't here, we're gonna have to go with Plan B. It's gonna be some more mind crushers. Actually, I wanted to play so again because that was fun, but. You said well, mind crushers. I said so on the damn Facebook or on the message board, message chat. I swear we Group were chat, whatever we said. I swear though, when he asked the you, I did, okay. I did when he when he asked the because the we were gonna play idiots trivia, but Jazz is unavailable because he's too cards. busy racing. So the choices were disturbed friends or mind crushers. So let's go with mind crushers. Let's crush your mind. See, I don't want to do so because there's only like 70 cards. Where this, there's like 200 still that I haven't used. So? So? Say it ain't so. So, we'll see if Texas gets confused today. Probably. But we'll start with uh, Jay Hizzle. So, I'm going to read the card. You're going to give me your opinion. All right. Read me a card. I'll give you an opinion. We'll see. All right. What my opinion is, because I don't know. We're going to turn off my uh, stupid video here real quick. The virtual background, that's got to go off. In case anyone's yeah. wondering, there's two people with the last name of White that are racing. Oh, man, this is confusing. Um, bunch of white people racing. All right. Jay Hizzle, your card is Kentucky Fried Orphans. What? <laughs> that's bad. What kind of music would the band Kentucky Fried Orphans make? Country. <laughs> you know that's some kind of country music that they're playing. What kind of song do you think Country Fried Orphans would have? I don't know. It just sounds like they'd be like a like it'd be like a, maybe you know a country what? country but with a banjo. Can I can I answer that one as well? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I think uh, Country Fried Orphans would be like a death metal band. Oh. So you're picturing them like Screamo? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, I, I don't know why. I just picture I just picture like a, a heavy death metal band. Yeah, that'd be real great. <laughs> you the children. Try to be like chicken. All right, Texas. Yep. Obama. Oh, God. <laughs> You're doing it. 
you're smoking a joint with Barack Obama. Oh God, kind of cool. Actually, I mean, I don't smoke joints, you, but what are you gonna ask him? Are you gonna make out? <laughs> well, we definitely ain't gonna make the. We're definitely not making out. <laughs> what are you gonna ask him? <laughs> oh wow, that's a that's a big question, huh? It's a big question. Do I go funny, or do I? Well, first, actual political. Let's this. do the easy one. Are you going to make out with him? No, I already said I was not oh, okay. making out with Obama. I do not swing that way. I don't care. Well, he's a married man, so. He's married to a man. I know. <laughs> what are you going to ask him? Go ahead. You can go either way. You can tell both for all I care. Man, I'm I'm not sure where I would go with that one, honestly. I'd, you know what? I'd ask him to go golfing. He seems to like golf. I'll go golfing with Obama. Hey, man, you want to go golfing? You want to touch my nine iron? Let's let's go get some munchies. Hey, has your daughter got any more cocaine? I mean, my thought is I don't smoke pot, but if Obama asked me to smoke pot with him, then it must be okay to do it that instance. Um, I'd probably ask him, like, did you ever get to fly Air Force One? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, since I imagine if we're high, we're probably not going to be po- talking politics. But um, probably just some crazy question like that or something about the craziest thing you did in the White House. Or Why'd you leave those Why'd you leave those soldiers to die in Benghazi? Wasn't that more well, Hillary? You, you, you know what I'd ask? President. I don't know. I would. That would be cool. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen uh, Joe Biden's dong? That's not what I'd ask him. No, you know what I'd ask him? I'd be like, man, you like to sing. Do you ever sing into people's vagina? I really doubt you would ask him that. Oh, I would. His wife doesn't even have a vagina. What? Why are you hating on Michelle? <laughs> All right. She made you eat healthy in school. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We weren't in school back then. Thank God I wasn't there for that crap. Here's what? my card. Pube grass. Hey, Rick, um, you kind of cut out there. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Can you hear me now? There you go. Okay, my card is called Pube Grass. Oh. This is a long one, so bear with me. So there's a hot new trend in San Francisco. People are replacing their lawns with something called pube grass. It's an eco-friendly carpet of human pubic hair. The ground beneath it is soft and warm. You've got one of these pube lawns because you're a trendy person. Unfortunately, your weird neighbor Ted is really into your pube lawn. Ted spends a lot of time laying on your pubes, petting them. And sometimes whispering to them. How will you handle this delicate situation? Alright, so how am I going to handle my weird neighbor Ted petting and whispering to my pube lawn? Oh, boy. Um, I'd say this, but that's kind of creepy and I'd want him away from my house, so I'd probably shoot him. <laughs> I would probably shoot him. 
Because you can't be like, Ted, get the fuck off my lawn. No, I'm whispering to your pubes. No, that just sounds weird. So I got to shoot that motherfucker. Wow, that's harsh. It is, but that's where I'm at in life. I feel like I'd just use a taser and call it good. Nope. For some reason, you've become obsessed with tasers lately. They're just like a weapon that they, they, don't, they don't kill people, but they work. Hmm. Not all the time they don't. That's true, but guns don't work all the time either. Oh, well, they don't. They do if you aim them right. Yeah, they sometimes like things happen, like they lock up or something. I don't know. Oh, Jay Hizzle. Oh, it's me again. Your, your card is Big Cookie. Oh, cookies. I did it all for the cookie. What? The cookie. What? It's chocolate chip and sugar. Is a cookie the size of Australia still a cookie? Or has it become something else? Hmm, a cookie the size of Australia? Is it still a cookie? I mean, I think it's become something else. It's no longer just a cookie. It has now become a destination. It has become the real Candyland. And on this cookie, there's going to be all different kinds of candy growing on it. And it's just so cool. So when you fly in and you land and then, like, Obviously, they got to be a little careful, but the cookie's really thick. It was the size of Australia. But just think, you can actually eat the ground, and it's going to taste so good. But not be good for you, because it's full of a lot of sugar and stuff. We should call it Cookie Land. That's my feelings. So, Texas. Yeah. Your card is sex in a car. Sorry, I'm. I got a guy from work texting me, asking me how to turn stuff on. So I'm listening, but I'm I'm kind of texting him. Go ahead, give it to me. Is sex in a car actually sexy, or do we think it's sexy because it's only happened when we are teenagers, when any kind of sex in any location was automatically awesome? Well, you've asked the guy who's never had sex in a car, so I couldn't really tell you. Um, I could see it being kind of exciting because you're out in public and people could catch you, but it's not something I'd be down for because, number one, I'm fat. Um, I'd say it's more of an exciting thing when you're a teen, when everything, when sex is just awesome itself. But cars are really cool. You're not well, having sex with the car. No, I'm, I'm just saying. You know, I, I kind of want to jump in on this one. Go ahead, Rick. I'm sure you've had sex in a car. I have. Because for Kyle Loud, you've had sex in the back of a Peter Piper pizza, so. <laughs> Among other places. In my opinion, I guess it would depend on the situation in which you are having sex in a car. Like, for example, if you're just, you know, in the parking lot at a Walmart and you said, oh, hey, I want to fuck. Not very attractive. Now, say you have a truck but and it's I, raining. Can I, can I say one thing real quick on what you just said? If you were with a woman who wants, who agrees to have sex in the parking lot of a Walmart, she's probably not attractive either. And why are we picking up girls at Walmart? You got to pick it's... them up where you can pick them up, man. Okay. We're in the COVID area. You pretty much just got to, you know, pick them where you can find them. Anyways, 
Now, on the other hand, like, say it's in the middle of a snowstorm and you're trying to keep yourselves warm because your car <laughs> got stuck. That's kind of sexy. If, you know, you're in the back of your truck and it's raining and you're on a back road, that's kind of sexy. Now, if you're in a drive-in theater, also kind of sexy. Now, if you're behind a dumpster at, you know, a Little Caesars, that's not very sexy. So it really depends on the situation in which you're having sex in a car. I it, I guess it could be if you were like out camping and maybe you had like one of those tent setups for the back of your truck, that could be sexy. But just it, it I don't know. Does the car matter? No, the car does not matter. Stop talking about the car. Just wondering. Now, if you have a Tesla and it's self-driving and she can have sex with you while you're in the driver's seat, that's kind of sexy. That'd be illegal. I've seen it on a Pornhub page, but anyways. Sorry, this guy's texting me a lot, asking me how to turn things on. <laughs> are you telling him? Are you telling him how to bit? turn it on? Yeah, yeah, because they're. I guess they're finally firing up the plant, and this guy's never actually fired up the plant for the water plant. So, and Texas is an important guy. Look at you right. go, Texas. My car is chill the fuck out. Yeah. Why the fuck are we so uptight about kids using swear words? Well, here's my thing. Yeah, this is the perfect <laughs> is... one for Rick. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear this. <laughs> I am not uptight when it comes to my kids using swear words. Really? No. I tell them don't do that, but at the same time, there's situations where it is perfectly acceptable. Okay? For really? example, if my eight-year-old is playing a video game and he gets mad and he goes, what the fuck? I'm okay with that because I have done the same thing in his position. I cannot complain about it because then I'm just a hypocrite. Yeah, but you're okay? a parent. You can be a hypocrite. No, because... Yeah. <laughs> keep going, keep there, going. There there are certain situations where I sit there and I look at things and I go, Okay, I did this and I know that it's wrong, but I can't really complain. Then there's other things where I'm like, I know that this was really bad and not to do that. Go ahead. Texas. Question. Yeah. So if your son gets caught having sex behind the back of a Peter Piper pizza and goes to jail for it, you're not gonna get mad at him? Well, no, because I tell him that is wrong. Now, the other hand, if he says "fuck off" to somebody at a Peter Piper pizza, that's totally different. Well, plus Rick didn't get caught, so obviously he's not doing. I the know same thing. that's that's why I was saying if his son got caught, I would hope when it comes to like a sexual thing that my children would make better choices when that time comes. I don't but, know. They they come from you, right? They should learn from my <laughs> mistakes. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but in terms of swearing, okay, if you're sitting there and you're at school and you're swearing at your teachers, that's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. That I understand. If you're playing a video game and you're pissed off and you're saying, fuck that, I understand that. If you're telling your parents to fuck off, that's not okay. It's really about the situation in which your kids are swearing in. So you got to assume they can understand the different situations and when it's okay and when it's not. Yes. Okay. For example... I don't go and tell my boss to fuck off even though I want to. 
That's smart. But at the same time, I'll be on this podcast and, you know, call you all a bunch of assholes. So, you know, that's perfectly acceptable because that's the way our friendship is. That's true. How dare you? No, yeah, it happens. Out. It happens. So. All right. That was quite the answer. Jizzle. It's me. The fraternity of capitalist democracy. Didn't we do that one the last time? No. That sounds familiar. That's the uh, that's the Facebook group you're part of. Trust me, there's probably no all the ones that I did last time were in a separate pile with a okay. divider. Is our entire educational system an elaborate hazing ritual for the fraternity of capitalist democracy to which we all belong? Like where we basically just torturing our kids to make up their loyal to our fucked up culture, right? Um, I would like to point out we have done this one. Did you make me switch the card? <laughs> um, I don't remember if I answered this one last time or not, but I'm going to say I no. think you were the one who got it last time, too. You know, you I'm going to guess gonna... my answer was no, and it's going to stay no. It's not a hazing system. It's still an educational system. It just needs some work. And by that, I mean a lot of work. It needs a lot of work. I was lucky enough not to get caught up in any of the Bad stuff, but I know some people do. Well, the bad stuff kind of started after we graduated. Uh, now with the Common Core math and the not teaching a proper history. and I'm thinking, though, they're talking about, like, hazing, maybe more like bullying and stuff like that. But I could be wrong. That must have been the only card that I put back in the fucking pile, because literally all their other ones were right here. Unless that card's in there twice. I didn't see it twice. But it's very possible I fucked up at once. It's okay. It happens. It happens. It happens. All right, Texas. Yeah. You really need this job. I got kids. I need this job. This is going to be controversial. Oh, God. You're at a job interview. You really need this job. You need it so bad. The interviewer says, final question. What's wrong with giving a hand job to the horse I love? The horse loves it. What's the problem? How will you respond? Oh, dear God, of course. <laughs> I want to hear how he of course, responds. Of course, he gives hand jobs to a horse. Well, honestly, any form of bestiality is wrong. Mm -hmm. And I would just find another job and basically call him a spooky pervert that he is. I would look up if hand jobs to horses is legal in that state because apparently somewhere in the state of Michigan, it's okay to fuck pigs. So, you know. In the state of Washington, bestiality is perfectly fine. No, it's so, not mean, fine anywhere. So, I mean, I guess if, you know, you're in the state of, you know, Montana and it's okay to jack off a horse, you know, to each his own, I guess. It's not something I would do. No, All right. Just no. How about no? How about no, Scott? Avoid this one if parents are here. 
Oh dear God. Oh no. It, it's Freaky Saturday. It's like Freaky Friday, but more disgusting. If you're attracted to ladies, your mom and your girlfriend swap bodies. Ah. If you're attracted to dudes, your dad and your boyfriend swap bodies. Yuck. The only way to undo Freaky Saturday is to have sex with one of these freaky people. How are you going to deal with this? I'm going to shoot myself. That's how I'm going <laughs> to fucking deal with this. <laughs> Say lucky for you, Rick. You're, you're bi, so you can swing either way. I am not bi at all. <laughs> like he is? I didn't know that about him. <laughs> not even fucking close. I think I messed up that way. So you would, oh, man. Yes, yes, Justin. Imagine you finally got a girlfriend and your mom and your girlfriend switch bodies. So like, That's say messed you're up. Yeah, so say you were dating Amanda and then all of a sudden she swapped bodies with your mom. It's so messed up. It's not a, it's not a situation that I'm not even going to touch. <laughs> that was not my card. I'm really thankful for it. <laughs> Me too. I just said I'd shot, I'd shoot myself. I wouldn't have to deal with it either. I mean, I wouldn't shoot myself, but I would. Fuck that. I ain't dealing with that. Well, if if you don't do anything to fix it, it's never gonna change itself. So your mom will be Amanda forever, and your Amanda will be your mom forever. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm just gonna hope that situation never happens. <laughs> if it does, I'll just, I'll just jump off a bridge. If it does, I'll deal with it when the time comes. All right, we'll do one more round. Jehizzle. Murder lips. All right, one more round. Murder lips. Do you think it's possible to kill a person with your lips? Like, just your lips. Not poison lips. Ah. That's cheating. Regular lips only. Is it possible? A bunch of BS because I was about to say yes because I saw Poison Ivy do it in a Batman movie. And then you're like, no, no poison lips. So... I can't really think of a situation unless because oh it it, it depends on the lips depends on the lips a woman, a woman could just sit on your face with her you know JJ lips and just we, I'm pretty sure you. this nope, is talking nope. about lips that are on your face nope and, nope nope I got one I all got right one. what do you got I'm I'm saying no by the way no you can and I'll explain to you how. Okay. Okay. Apparently, if you blow hard enough into a vagina, you can kill a person. Yeah, but that wouldn't be your lips. That'd be your lungs. You got to put your lips on the fucking vagina. (laughs) Therefore, your lips have killed the person with your... I don't even want to look that up to see if you're right. I think for the first time in history, those words have been yelled on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Texas... Any ladies that made it this far just tuned out. I'm sorry. Sorry, ladies. By the way, if you didn't realize the intro to the or this episode, the password was one vagina for you. I had no idea. <laughs> I'm like, oh, one, he's doing a... One, okay. One V-A-G-I-N-A for you. Oh, I thought there were some up arrows or something in there. No, it was a... It was, you, but once you got there, you had to put in the password, which was one vagina for you. All right, what's my question here? That's a good question. 
<laughs> Your question Greg. is. Greg. That's a weird way to spell Greg. Greg. Scientists have done a horrible thing. They've taken a chimpanzee and tripled the size of its brain. They shaved off all its hair. They forced it to walk on two legs. It can talk. It named itself Greg. What should become a Greg? Should he enter society? Do you think he'll be able to fit in? There are movies on why this should not happen. It's called Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, Greg should be disposed of immediately. So you don't think Greg Greg should enter society? No, Greg should not enter society because Greg will soon become our master. Once he fixes his stutter and he's no longer Greg. <laughs> Such a great name for a person. Greg. I think that just became the name of the show. Greg. That's also the name of your next child if you have a son. Greg? Greg. Oh. That's because I developed. How would you spell that? It's on the G- back of the card. It's like G G R E G G. Oh. It's G G R R. No, no, wait. No, you're right. G G R E G G. Greg. 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 All right. Mary, fuck, kill, <laughs> companies. Companies? All right. So if you're not familiar with this, Justin, they give me three choices, and I have to marry one, I have to fuck one, and I got to kill one. Okay? And then get an employee by the other one? No, it's just marry, fuck, kill. So, oh, they're going to be company names and not people. Okay. Yeah. I'm aware of what this is. I think this was one of my interview questions from my current job. <laughs> yeah, I'd really like to know the answer to or the question and the answer to that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It, I don't remember actually what who what, what was Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, and Britney Spears. Maybe you killed Taylor Swift, didn't you? I think so. No, 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 wait. Maybe it was Carrie Underwood, Taylor Swift, and Britney and um, Katy Perry. See, had it been Britney Spears, I would have married Britney Spears. Yeah, I don't think it was Britney. might become crazy. Because it was, because I think I married Underwood because she's a big hockey fan and killed Taylor. But anyway, and then my my dad told me originally he thought about making it Chris Osgood, Dominic Koscik, and Manny Legacy. (laughs) But he kept it. really awkward. Yeah, <laughs> very awkward. Awkward interview questions. Of course, you probably would have fucked Hashik, but anyways. <laughs> no, he would have married Hashik. He would have. Uh, he would have. He would have banged Osgood, and he probably would have killed Legacy. This is such a terrible. That would have been such a terrible question. I'm glad he. Ca- I mean, it's still a bad, you know, evil, evil thing to think about. But you know, anyway, what companies are you doing things with, Rick? All right, so fuck, Mary kill. Disney, Smuckers, Pornhub. Oh, God. Well, this is pretty easy. Obviously. So for I'll, you, but for Rick, it's uh, going to be a little weird, I'm pretty sure. No, no. Bear with me here. This is pretty simple. I'm, I'm going to fuck Pornhub, obviously. Yep. Because, all right. Uh, I'm one for one. Pornhub. Okay. 
I got to marry Disney because <laughs> I like all the Disney movies. And think of all and, the princesses you get to be with. Exactly. And obviously I'm going to kill Smuckers because that's not the jelly I'm going to use for sex. So. Bam! Yeah. That was what my thought the answer was. Simple answer. Rick and I are for the first time on the same page with this kind of stuff. That really that's, scares that's me. That's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's this week's edition of Mind Crushers. All right. Um, so um, <laughs> the next segment we might not really have, but you know, we might as well just play it anyway because it, it just it's just a really nice catchy theme song. It's time for some Southern charm. Southern Charm so, is, is normally done by our man, Jazz. Man. Just give us an update on his race. Are you looking at the race right now? No, I'm, I'm watching Sharks versus uh, Ducks. That's on already? What time is it? Oh, it's 10, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock your time. See, well, and, I'm watching King, and I'm watching Kings versus uh, Vegas. Nights I have the race on, and there's 38 laps to go. And um, I have 31 drivers. Our man, Jazzman, is currently in 18th place. Uh, I think he has a strategy, since this is Daga, where there's oftentimes the big one. I think his strategy is to hang back, and he's waiting until towards the end, hoping that there's going to be a Vegas score. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's quick. That's my goal horn. I wonder if it was my defense. um, 50 seconds into the first period. Nice. I have a Vegas Golden Knight on my fantasy team, actually. I have uh, I have Marc Andre Fleury. Is he playing tonight? He yeah. is. Nice. I have um Martinez, Alec Martinez, and I don't think he got a point on that. Oh, actually, he hasn't updated yet because it still shows zero zero. So, but um, he's he's a pretty darn good defenseman. But yeah, I also so have Stone. Yeah, it looks like Jasmine is in eighteenth. So. I'm thinking he's going to just be kind of waiting, and then once we get to the closing laps, try and make his move and hope that the big one happens first. So, But I imagine if um, Jazzman was doing this segment, he would want to talk about how impressed he is with Joe Biden and the $1.9 trillion um, stimulus he's rolling out and you know how he was very concerned how about AOC's safety and is glad she's okay. And, um, you know, how he's just so happy with how things are going politics-wise. Um, I think if we go see him in March, he may kill you now. I don't think so. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying what, what his thoughts would be because he's, he's Southern and he's charming. And he just wants, there, you know, he just wants unity and peace. And um, he's just really happy how, how Biden's bringing people together and how AOC is just being so rational these days and uh, you know Nancy's kind of just she's like she's older she's like the country's grandma with crazy grandpa Chuck Schumer so you know thing that that would be what Jazzman would want to say and share and um I'm sure Jazzman and Socialist Steve are having cookouts together now and all that so you're welcome Jazz I'm glad that I could help do do the segment for you 
Okay, I, I, I do want to bring up one thing, though. I want to talk about this $1.9 trillion bill that they've rolled out. Can I say one thing real quick? Go ahead. When we, when we go, if we go there, if we go to Tennessee in March, you better watch out for flying rocks. <laughs> He's already taken out Eduardo. Next is going to be Jay Hizzle. Hopefully he yells. <laughs> one can only hope. Go ahead, Rick. Sorry about that. Here's the only thing that I like. I'm okay. I was really surprised to see that they had that 51 50 split. I am happy, though, that they decided not to do the $15 minimum wage increase until after the pandemic because they knew it was going to hurt small businesses. So I will at least give the credit to the Senate on making the amendments on that because had they done that, all these small businesses would not survive because there's a lot of small businesses that can't pay a $15 minimum wage. No, that's very true. Plus those jobs aren't, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Quick question, because I don't watch the news. I avoid the news at all costs. When are we supposed to get this next stimulus rollout? Well, I don't know if it's 100% been passed yet. Well, the stimulus is part of the trillion-dollar bill. What they did was is the Senate made the amendments and approved everything 5150. Now it has to go back to the House to get approved again for those amendments, and then I believe that they can sign through. Did you, did you say 5150? Yeah. Oh, or so that... 49... Or it's forty nine fifty one. It was something stupid like that. Oh, I was just wondering. It was fifty one fifty. That would mean that um, Harris basically had to be the, the tiebreaker. Basically, I was told that all the uh, Republicans voted no. Okay. But so, because but because there was enough Democrats, they were able to pass it through. Well, no that that would mean there was probably a tie, and then I wonder if Harris had to pass that. I think the only person that wasn't there was like one person not there from the Senate because of weather, so that might have been why. <laughs> That's kind of, that'd be kind of funny. I just go by what I remember, but yeah, basically once oh, it no. goes back to the House, the House approves it. The vote was split yeah. around party lines. Vice President Harris cast the deciding vote for the resolution. You were right, 51 to 50. was her first tie-breaking Senate vote. Whoop-de-doo. I mean, eh. So, yeah. It's not like oh, yeah. I can make fun of them too much because Republicans spent uncontrollably too. That's the problem they both have. Don't get me no. wrong. I, I understand why we're doing it. So, oh, yeah, Hang I mean. on. Oh, I know. I have a question for you. So I got this Yahoo mail thing. Yeah. Sorry. Mitt Romney proposes a $350 monthly child allowance per child every month under a groundbreaking new proposal. So what you guys think about that? I don't know. What, what is it? I don't so, know. I didn't actually read the darn thing, but he's going to uh, give $350 tax credits or something. I'd assume they're going to give $350 a month. Or um, whatever. Parents would get $350 for each child younger then six and two hundred and fifty dollars for kids between six and seventeen under Romney's Family Security Act, which he unveiled Thursday as Democrats prepared to pass a big pandemic relief bill coming in weeks. Interesting. I mean, if they're giving stuff to a parent, you know, to help supplement stuff, I mean, I can understand that. I'd be okay with that. Okay, so here's my follow up question to that. Is that going to take child support off of dads that are struggling for right now through the pandemic? 
Is this for the uh, pandemic only? Yeah. I guess it would depend on uh, the sure situation. Because there are some dads I know who are still struggling with work or finding work, and so their their child support's getting backed up. But I mean, heck, there's nothing they can do because of the pandemic. See, as far as I knew, and maybe it's just certain states, um, if you have lost your job and you're not having any kind of income whatsoever. You can go to the court and get that um, child support um, reduced because they got to base it on your income. No, okay. So, and if they haven't done that, that's pretty much on the person. So, okay. Well, there you go. Any single dads out there, if you haven't done it yet, go to the court. See if you can get it reduced if you're not working. Do we have any other news or can we move on from this segment? I think this is permanent. I think Romney wants it to be a permanent thing. He claims oh, he claims they'll cut other programs and or, maybe and take the tax cut cut out for children to so it won't cost anyone anything extra. Huh. Man, that means you want you can make some money if you have some kids. Oh, there yeah. is one there is one more thing I would like to say. I mean, obviously say. kids are very expensive and I'm sure it costs more than $350 a month, but not about this topic, but another topic where the Democrats are trying to pass a $50,000 student loan forgiveness thing. That was 10. I read 50. Well, maybe maybe that's another one. But um, if you're not going to forgive credit debt for people that got piled up during the pandemic because they had no other choice than to use their credit card, students don't need to get their debt reduced either. I mean, why don't we just, why, why are we reducing everyone's just, debt then? Let's just forgive all debt. If you if you if you messed up on your taxes and you owe the government if you owe the IRS tax money you're forgiven student loans forgiven Ta- or credit card debt forgiven everyone starts fresh <laughs> your house paid off I don't know why I was doing like a Jedi mind trick swoosh there <laughs> it's not like it's not like any of them are watching this like oh that's a good idea maybe we these should these aren't do that. the credit cards you're looking for my taxes are not the ones you're coming after. Mm-hmm. Now, my my thing is 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 it forgiveness for people that are currently enrolled or is it all student loans? Because here, I'm thinking all student loans. Because here's the thing: I can understand if it's um, student loan forgiveness for people that are trying to be in school during the pandemic. Because there's a lot of classes that got canceled. There's a lot of people that can't do what they were supposed to be doing for their schooling. So you know, they're basically getting screwed out of whatever they were supposed to be paying because they're not even taking those classes. So that I can understand. Now, if it's somebody from 20 years ago that got a master's degree and they're still paying on a student loan, but they have a job, then I can understand that for being forgiven. Well, here, here's what I think. If you are, if you have student debt for going to college for something useful, doctor, lawyer, um, financial advisor, so I don't piss off Jay Hizzle there, something important. You know, I don't understand. That's fine if that's forgiven. But if you go to school and rack up thousands of dollars of student debt for gender studies or or liberal arts degree. No, no. You're the dumbass that chose that path. No. Well, great. I'm glad that you think my twenty thousand dollars I spent on creative writing shouldn't be forgiven. Fuck you, too. Hey, my twenty thousand dollars for stripper classes are forgiven. Okay. 
Well, that's because you broke all the poles. <laughs> I'm just, I'm still confused then. I mean, if something bad is eventually going to happen because we're just giving out all this money. But, um, yeah, they're talking about canceling 50000 for all borrowers. Um, it would take the student loan debt balance from $1.7 trillion down to $700 billion, And um, it would pay off debt for 36 million people. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. But I, I know some people that would be thrilled by it. I, I definitely agree, though. I think that if people racked up credit card debt uh, from the pandemic. And I know some credit cards are forgiving, like, COVID relief and they're <laughs> – you know, making it so you don't rack up fees and stuff, you know, that's all cool and all that. But it really would be nice if we could get rid of some of that, like, credit or medical debt because of stuff like this. There you go. I forgot medical debt. Yeah. Forgive medical debt and tax tax debt and just forgive it all. Just everyone starts off with a new slate, except unless you have, like, car or house payments that you have to stay. Do you think they'll, you know, like, let people go take out some loans quick and then forgive them? Probably not. Well, just thinking there's some educational stuff I'd like to do, but I'm... (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sure they'd have, like, a statute of limitations on when loans are started that they'd be forgiven. Well, like, I mean, aren't they going to have some kind of way to get free money now for educate? Like, aren't people just going to take out loans again and have the same problem? I don't know. Who knows? I'm not not involved Mm. in all that crap. I was just curious what you guys thought. Like I, like, I could have been a frontline worker getting college credits, and I said, nah, because hmm. re- realistically, what am I going to go to college for? Could I'll you do other things, though? Like, not college, but, like, what, trades jobs or something? The only trade I'd try to do would be electrical work, and I've already been electrocuted about four different times, so that probably wouldn't be the best idea. Hmm. I've seen my plumbing work because my fucking toilet weeble wobbles like this, so, I mean... <laughs> Realistically, what trade would I do? Welding. Always need welders, and they make good money. Construction, can I don't know. Can we move on to the top five now, or we still got more stuff to discuss? That's Southern Charm. So, all right, Southern Charm, Democrats, yay! Says Jazz Man. (laughs) Five. The last thing you're going to hear is a hoot. The best, though, is no one say anything, <clears throat> and we'll find out if he really listens to the show or not. He listens to this show, or otherwise we wouldn't have got our care packages a couple weeks ago. That's true. Still, though, I want to see if he listens to this episode. We'll- he'll listen, and he'll kill you. <laughs> or will he? Dun-dun-dun. Oh. He'll send a text message. What dun, dun, dun. Did oh, my gosh, for- guys. He's in sixth place. I'm sorry, I got distracted. That was exciting, though. He's in sixth place right now with 23 laps to go. Did he make Stone his move? Scored. Did he make his who did? Stone. Ah, hey, nice. I got him. Yay. He's in the fifth now. Did he make his move too quick or okay. not? Okay. This Rally is the top, top five. Top five cheeses, guys. Top five cheeses. Yes, we finally gave in and let Jay Hizzle have his top five cheeses. I will not go first, though. Rick, you can go first. All right, Rick. Go first with your cheeses. All right. So I had to think really hard on what cheeses I actually eat. So number five, we're going to go with Pepper Jack because that's the kind of cheese I eat at Subway when I get my subs. 
Number four, I had to go with American cheese slices because that's what I eat when I eat regular cheese here at the house or I make a grilled cheese sandwich. That sounds good. My number three would have to be um, mozzarella because basically that's usually what's on pizza. Mm-mm-mm. My number two is Mexican cheese because that's what I had on my tacos. Blend of you know, cheeses. Yeah. Um, my number one, I have to go with um, either mild or sharp cheddar because those are the kind of like cheese sticks that I like to eat. So I like cheese sticks. Cheese sticks, like, so good. I don't like like mozzarella cheese sticks. It's got to be like string cheese. And by the way, Vegas just scored again. It's now three zip. Holy crap! Am I getting any fantasy points off of this? I don't know. I missed two score. Oh, it was uh. Oh. Well, Martinez has got me some stuff. A couple points. He's a plus one, one shot, and goal, one hit. Nice. So, yeah, that's my top five. All right. Let's go over to down below Texas. Texas, what do you got? All right. So, I'm not the biggest cheese guy like Jay Hizzle is. So, number five, string cheese. Number four, Cheese slices. Number three, cheese sticks. Number two, <laughs> shredded cheese. Number one, cheese cubes. And that's my top five. Woohoo! All right. Hey, I, I'm giving it to you. All right. <laughs> Obviously, this is tough. There's a lot of cheese out there. I got some honorable mentions. Got got to give a shout out to American cheddar, American cheese, provolone. Oh, I like provolone on my subs. Colby cheese. So, um, number five, white cheddar. I really enjoy white cheddar. Um, it's good with omelets and grilled cheese sandwiches or just to eat alone. Um, number four, mozzarella. Oh, mozzarella. I love pizza, and I love when mozzarella cheese is on pizza. Oh, it tastes so good. Number three, I really like Swiss cheese. And not only does it taste good, but it's kind of cool because it has those holes in it, you know? And number number two... These are fresh cheese curds of any type from Wisconsin. Especially Ashley and Amanda when they get fresh cheese curds. Oh, they're so good. You chew them and they squeak, and that's how you know they're super fresh. And then they taught me you can warm up in the microwave, and they, they're kind of cool too. And then number one, my favorite cheese is goat cheese. Goat cheese is amazing. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't buy as much anymore because it's expensive in Michigan. And they do have some at Aldi. I just don't go to Aldi a lot. But in Wisconsin, it's affordable, and it's so delicious. I love goat cheese. I first discovered it at a pizza place, and I got it at my pizza, and oh, my gosh. And then someone brought it into work one day, and I'm like, how would you get that? And they're like, you can just buy it at the store. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It was life-changing, one of those life-changing moments. But, yeah, ah, goat cheese, cheese curds, Swiss mozzarella, white cheddar. They're all cheese pretty much is amazing. So anyway, that's my cheesy story, and that's my top five. Ah, man, just so weird because we're just we're talking about something so amazing and and happy, and but it looks like um, I don't know if Texas actually looks that happy though. I'm angry, and it's time to tell somebody to bite me. Bite me! 
me! <laughs> Fight me! Fight me! Fight me! Fight me! And now, it's time for Fight Me! Featuring Rick Spade, Jay Hizzle, Texas, and Fuzzlebird! All right, it's time for another exciting edition of Fight Me. (laughs) There's ducks, there's ducks, don't ask, don't ask. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was with the ducks. Just an accident. LJ Hizzle, you have any issues with anal bees this week? What's your bite me? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to let him think for a minute. I just got a top five cheeses from one of our listeners. Oh, really? All right. Okay, so this comes from Lindsay. She says that number five is string cheese, number four is mild cheddar. Number three is Colby Jack. Number two is cream cheese. And number one is Parmesan. Oh, that, was, that was a good one. That should have been one of my honorable mentions. A lot of people put Parmesan on spaghetti. Yeah, yeah no. I, I can't believe I forgot that one. So much out there. Tell her thank you. Thank you for her input. On, we appreciate it. Tell her she's, she's going to watch this show this week. So thank you, Lindsay. Yeah, thank you, Lindsay. Parmesan. Yeah. I'm going to say Parmesan like this all the time. Parmesan. Lindsay, you're better than Texas is at. Jesus. Hey, I gave him those ideas. Fuck off. Yeah, he did, actually. <laughs> Texas is really bad, then. Texas, I you do eat cheese, though, don't you? I two about cheese. Texas, some of us do. Some of us I do. don't. Respect, respect us cheese people, please. You know what, cheese people? You can bite me. That's not my official bite me for this week. I'm just saying. Do you know what upsets me? People who don't care about people who care about cheese. When there's something you like and you're passionate about it. And then your friends give you the middle finger and say, I don't care about that. You suck. You know what? Hey, I never said you suck. (laughs) But if you want me to, you suck. You know what, Texas? You suck. You, you can bite me. You, you suck. suck. You, you suck. You know what? Also you grinds suck. my gears here. When bird, puppet birds, then get on your case as well <laughs> about sucking and not liking cheese, and then they start chanting things. Next thing you know, I'm sitting in a hockey arena thinking how much I love cheese and my friends and my puppet bird friend are giving me no support and they're telling me I suck. I tell you. Bite me, Guzzlebird. Okay. I will say I did try goat cheese after you recommended it and it was pretty good. Yes. There, you happy now? Yes. You know what? Fine. This goes out to bald investors (laughs) who you sit and ask for advice on fucking stocks and then they give you some roundabout bullshit answer. And then you still don't know what to do, so you just sell the damn thing anyways. You know I, what, Jay Hizzle? You can bite me. I gave you an answer. You just didn't follow it. No, you're like, uh, you can sit there and do it, 
but then maybe you should only do like 50% of the shares. So then you get a little bit of the money back. I would have done. But then you might want those shares. And then you might not want those shares. So then you might want to sell the shares for another share. It was quite and then like get that, that share of a share. <laughs> by the That's way, exactly this, how I took it. This show is brought to you by Share. <laughs> no, it's not. Do you believe in love after love? <laughs> oh, man. Texas, okay. what do you have? So. I kind of have a twofer. And I know you've touched on this one before, Jay Hizzle, but I'm going to touch on it now. You're going to touch it? I'm going to touch it. Really hard? If you're on a dating site and you put on there, Trump supporters need not apply, no Trump supporters. I don't really see a lot of no Biden supporters, but <sighs> number one, just because I support somebody doesn't mean who I am. I am the nicest asshole you will ever meet. Just because I supported Trump does not make me a racist, misogynistic, homophobic, xenophobic, transphobic, whatever the phobics you want to say. That doesn't make me that. If you want to be a man and turn to a woman, I don't care. You want to be gay? I don't care. You want to be a, an atheist? Fine. Just don't push your beliefs on me. When did this country become where people cannot have a difference of opinion anymore? We've all got to agree and be happy and hold hands, and that's bullcrap. I'm not a robot. I'm not programmed. I'm my own person. If Guzzlebird tells me to vote for Biden, I'm not going to do it because Guzzlebird tells me to. I'm going to look into things. Basically, if you guys voted for Biden, that hashtag Me Too movement basically went out the window because he's a accused sexual assault person. And even Kamala Harris said that she uh, believed that the woman was telling the truth. So you're basically just stomping over your own your own beliefs. Secondly. If you're on a dating site and you start talking to someone for a little bit and within maybe two hours of talking to that person, they start telling you, hey, can you buy me an iTunes card or an Apple card or heck, I was at PetSmart and she told me to buy a PetSmart card. Wait, that happened? Yes, that actually happened to me. No way. I was talking to someone yesterday and they're like, and I took a picture. I'm like, hey, I'm at PetSmart. And she goes, well, why are you at PetSmart? Can you buy me an iTunes or an Apple card? I'm like, they don't sell those at PetSmart. What? And she's like, well, what do they sell there? I'm like, PetSmart cards? She's like, well, buy me one of those. <laughs> it's basically just a scam, and you're wanting money from me, or you want something, because if I bought you an Apple card or an iTunes card and I gave you the information, I would never hear from you again. So oh, you should, It'd be interesting if you said you bought one and you're like, I'll give it to you, but we got to meet in person. So if you're out there just trying to scam people for money, how about you get off your lazy ass and go get a damn job? I'm so proud get of you, off the Texas. damn sites where people are actually trying to meet people. Because I know Jay Hizzle would like to meet somebody. I want to meet somebody. I don't want to be scammed. I don't want to get a, a, hey, come check out my Snapchat and look at nudie pictures for 40 bucks. I don't want that crap. They do that sometimes. 
So add me on Snap. So to the people who are out there scamming, and to the people who basically write you off just because you don't believe in what they believe in, you can bite me. That was a good bite me segment. It made that one made me feel good. I I do remember bringing that up too. That's good. It's important things. I do have some sad news though. Um, Jazzman was involved in a wreck. But I don't know how bad the damage was. It wasn't him that necessarily caused it. Someone, he was up high, someone below shook and caused someone to kind of shoot up, and then that went into to Jazz, who kind of took someone else out. But he ended up coming out going straight still, and I couldn't tell what damage was done. So, But I think it's pretty clear he's not going to win. It was a shame he wasn't a top ten. But that's Daga for you. That's Daga. I don't think there's. I think there's only like six laps left. So we may we may actually see him before this show's over potentially. But anyway, that Does was. Me, we'll have Southern Charm Part D. I don't think we can top my what I did for him. <laughs> I'm telling you, the last word you're the last thing you're gonna hear is. Hood! <laughs> if I hear that, I better that- duck right. And then he's gonna mount you on the wall next to Eduardo. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Oh, hey, is that a is that a jet? It's Rick's segment. Take it away, Rick. Why do I see Guzzlebird? Where's Rick? He wants me to do the segment. Really? Is are you he... sure? You're not holding him against his will or anything, are you? You don't have a gun to his head, do you? He doesn't have hands, so I guess probably not. Might be my bird penis. <laughs> Will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> well, I heard him. Okay, he's okay. All right, Guzzle, take, a, take it away. I guess this is Guzzlebird's segment. Okay, so this one time when Rick was building that poker room he had in his mom and dad's basement when he was a teenager. Like to play the game of poker, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was painting the walls and stuff down there, and he was with this one douchebag he used to be friends with. He's not talking about me. I think he's still friends with you. That's why I said he's not talking about me. But anyways... He was downstairs, and the dude went to go turn on a light, and Rick just happened to notice that there was something weird on the wall, but he couldn't figure out what it was until he started walking closer. So all of a sudden, he looks, and it's a fucking snake! Oh, man. That freaked me out. Can you imagine a fucking snake just chilling on the wall? No, I don't want to imagine um, that. I, I like snakes and reptiles. I would have tried to catch it. I don't like wild ones. I don't know if they're going to bite me or kill me. Well, in his lifetime, there's been two snakes in his house that he knows of. There was a little snake in one of his socks in a bathroom one time. Oh, my gosh. How'd that happen? I don't know. It just randomly showed up in a witness sock, and his mom thought it was a toy, and then it started moving. Nope, wasn't a toy. 
So she threw it outside. But anyways, this big ass snake was on the wall and it had to have been at least three, four feet long. It was a long fucking snake. And all of a sudden he's like, dude, snake. And he, his buddy's looking around and he's like, where, where? I'm like, behind you. And he looks, he's like, oh shit. I didn't even see that. So now the question is, how do you get rid of a fucking big three, four foot snake? Uh, you grab it by the back of the head, right below, or right behind the, the jawline so it can't bite you. Yeah. Then you use your other hand to hold it so it doesn't wrap around you. Then you take it outside and you put it in the wilderness. Thank you, Steve Irwin, for showing me how to do snake snake wrangling. I put some really thick gloves or suit on. Well, we didn't have that choice. So the first thing we did was we went and he told his dad. And his dad came downstairs with a BB gun. So they were behind the little counter <laughs> thing they had. And they tried shooting it. Hmm. Now, I don't know about you, but silver BBs and a snake with one of those shotgun BB guns. Not the best idea. So then they grabbed a shovel. So they grabbed a shovel and they stabbed it in the back of the head. And it was just kind of like flailing a little bit. And then Rick Spade took a hammer and he smashed its fucking head in until it died. And then it fell on the ground and he just kept on grabbing the shovel and just kept on digging until he made sure it was beheaded. And then they threw it in a bucket and they threw it outside. And I'm pretty sure some cat ate it. Huh. And that's what happened to the snake. Texas, similar to what you would do, they brought it back to nature, too, just in a different way. It yeah, was dead. dead. That poor snake. Yeah, it's rough. I guess so, breaking and entering will do that to you sometimes. So, yeah, shit happens. <clears throat> but just so you know, that's what happens when Rick Spade encounters a three-foot, four-foot snake. And that is Rick's segment. All right. Well, just a, a quick update on the race. Um, so they're down to, I think, like two laps to go. But there was a little incident, right? And the car got spun. And before the car got up to full speed, it decided to go up into the track where everyone else was racing and then got rear-ended extremely hard. And, like, multiple cars crashed into it. And I'm thinking, what are your thing Like... You should be able to see in your mirror all this traffic's coming. Why do you think they're just going to slow down for you when you're not up to speed yet? So I'm thinking that we're gonna, there's going to be a um, probably a white, uh, green-white checkered finish in this race. But maybe um, Jazzman will get a few extra positions out of this, though, if these other cars have to go to the garage. All right, but you know what? It is time for... Tweets of the week. <laughs> Why did the cyborg have to rest after his long road trip? <laughs> because he had a hard drive. Oh, get it? Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> this one's kind of stupid, but I'm going to read it anyway. Why do bees stay in their beehives all through winter? Swarm. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I like this one, though. 
My wife left me because of my obsession with horoscopes. It tore us apart. Get it? It tore us apart. <laughs> my ex-wife cheated on me with her deaf best friend. Honestly, I should have seen the signs. We <laughs> we all know about Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Have you heard of Cole's Law? It's thinly sliced cabbage. Like close law. Anyway. Oh, no. A man is buying a banana and apple and two eggs. The female cashier says, you must be single. The man, the man answers, wow, how did you know that, cashier? Because you're ugly. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. All right, let's see. One more. Dad, would you like anything to eat for dinner? Son. What are my choices? Dad, yes or no? <laughs> I get it. Uh, oh, wait, wait. I got to do this last one. Oh, uh, this one. <laughs> this this one is, oh, this is great. Where where do toy stores keep their Arnold Schwarzenegger action figures? I'll be back. Get it? I'll be back. Yes. Yes. Oh, all right. Let's see here. If you've made it this far into the show, we apologize for Jay Hazel's dad jokes. People love dad jokes. I have friends that just send me dad jokes. None of those were all that good, except for the ugly one. And the Schwarzenegger one was amazing. All right, I know Jazzman would want us to... Jazzman would probably want a Biden tweet read, but I think I'm going to do a classic Trump tweet instead. The Arnold joke was only... Amazing to the people who get a hard on every time Arnold Schwarzenegger's on you. Hmm. All right, guys. Classic Donald Trump treat. I always treated the Chinese virus very seriously, and I've done a very good job from the beginning, including my very early decision to close the borders from China. Against the wishes of almost all, many lives were saved. The fake news, new narrative is disgraceful and false. Uh, oh, actually, this one's, this one, I just, well, maybe I'll do that one. I'll do this one next week if it applies. All right, let's see. Well, last but not least, does Arnold have any new tweets? I don't know if he's been tweeting a lot lately or not. Let's see here. Boom, 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 boom. Let's see here. We must always remember, sadly, I see in social media comments every day how important it is that we never, ever forget. Oh, it's Holocaust Remembrance Day he was referring to. And that's true, Arnold. We, we can't ever forget that, definitely. Got to learn from our history. All right. And those are my... <coughs> tweets of the week. Bum 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 guzzle bird guzzle bird what is the word All right Where did Lucy go after the bombing To Lulu. Lucy Lou? No. Oh. She went everywhere. Oh. 
Yikes. What's black and screams? Um oh, oh, um a girl in Jurassic Park. No. Stevie Wonder answering the iron. Get it because he's blind. (laughs) You know what really confused me? What? When I realized my toaster was waterproof. Oh, man. These are rough. They're dark, I should say. Very dark. Texas, you get that, right? Yep. Okay. All right. First, let me go to my buddy Al Snow. If you see me talking to myself, don't worry. I am self-employed and I am having a staff meeting. Makes sense. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself because you need expert advice. When you're talking to yourself. I give the best advice to myself. And nobody's home. And when Rick Spade's by himself, he usually just talks to Guzzle Bird, even though he's not on his hand. It's really weird. Please shut the fuck up. All right. Jurassic Park tweets. Yay. Pete Wentz is trying to feed his little fedora to a raptor. That ain't food. Who's Pete Wentz? I have no idea. Okay. But he has a fedora. I like fedoras. All right. Our stock continues to rise despite the recent massacres. We are known for dinosaurs, but we also just created a middle-class family who is currently living amongst you. Cool. All right. And finally, we're excited to announce our new cryptocurrency called DinoCoin. Please exchange all your money for DinoCoin. Just get that on Reddit. It's got a little dinosaur on it. It's a little T-Rex. The other side is a fucking little velociraptor thing that goes. Those are my tweets of the week. Guzzlebird, before you run away, I got a quick question for you. What up? Some people claim that dinosaurs may have evolved into birds. As a bird... How do you feel about that? Well, see, I got this really long neck. So part of me wonders if I was part Brontosaurus. And then I was like, I don't have any arms now. So maybe I evolved from a T-Rex. And then I asked myself the really serious question that everybody should ask on Google. You should ask Google, what dinosaur has 500 teeth? And then you'll realize I certainly did not come from that dinosaur. But it's very possible I was a dinosaur at one time. Okay. I was just curious how you feel. By the way, go look that up right now. Ask what dinosaur has 500 teeth. Okay. I'm a little scared. I'm you should do it too, Jay Hizzle. Uh, uh, Texas is at, has this. Oh, no, you look too, motherfucker. What dinosaur has 500 teeth? 
Yeah, I'm not reading that on here. <laughs> That's a goofy fucking looking dinosaur, though. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not reading that on here. That'll get me in so much trouble because I'm <laughs> not gonna be able to say that. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'll tell you off there. I, I, I'll I'll message you, TJ Hazel. I'm I'm not reading that out loud though. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling this isn't prehistoric. No, oh. it, it is. Oh, it is. But it's it's here. Uh, where's the send button at on this thing? There that we go. Send. I feel My like hockey I, game was covering it. I feel like I should be afraid. Hmm. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's not as bad that, as I thought. No, but if we mispronounce it, I guess I'm in a lot of trouble. So I'm not. I'm not going to risk it. So we're done that's with true. tweets. You know what that means? Oh my gosh. That's well, just once for Jazz, because he loves it so much. Can we get that from Guzzlebird? Go ahead, Guzzlebird. Thank you, Guzzlebird. Okay, Jay Hizzle. That's me. I'm starting to grab things off of the podcast that you don't know what they mean and using them against you. Um, so can you tell me what cherry chapstick means? Cherry And no, chapstick. it's not what you think. It's not what you think? No. Because, I mean, normally I just think cherry chapstick is a flavor of chapstick that you put on your lips when they're chapped, which I always hear that's not good to, like, constantly apply chapstick to your lips because then they start depending on it or something like that i don't know if your lips get a chap addiction or what but um all and, right. and it makes you wonder what katie perry does in her free time because i kissed a girl and i liked it the taste of her cherry chapstick i kissed a girl okay to try okay it. before you drive off all of our listeners <laughs> oh yeah. I'm the one driving everyone off. Maybe. Yep. Um all right, cherry chapstick. Inappropriate. Right? It's copy. I mean sometimes though it's not inappropriate. And maybe it's like people like to decorate their cherries. Maybe it's like um chapstick for someone's dick. Could that be it? <laughs> like like, oh man, it's really dry out my my dick is just so dry, and instead of putting lotion on it, they're gonna make a special chapstick, and they just call it cherry chapstick. But it's but you can just put it on. But obviously, you can't put it on all like just like normal chapstick. You you only do a certain amount of times. So you don't want it to be reliant on it. So is it dick chapstick? Ladies it and is. gentlemen, coming coming to a theater or coming to a store near you, it's dick chapstick. It is not correct, but I'm really happy you went there. Make sure your dick doesn't get raw. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? They make chapstick for all areas. Cherry chapstick. When a girl's clitoris is so red and sensitive from just being eaten out, it can only happen when it's so good that her legs shake and she might even squirt. So there you hear from us. Katy Perry likes the taste of uh, 
cherry chapstick. I th- I thought she was talking about like making out with the girl because she kissed the girl. Oh, she kissed her somewhere else. Interesting. There's no chapstick actually applied anywhere in this meaning, is there? Nope. Uh, very different than what I would have thought. Okay, wow, that was interesting. Well, I guess you can't just have one. It's the bonus of the just a reminder, the Urban Dictionary and bonus Urban Dictionary definition of the week is brought to you by Dirty Rib Job Grill Seasoning. You can get it in the original Dirty Rib Job, the spicy Dirty Sanchez, or just in time for Lent, the fish seasoning, the Dirty Trouser Trout. You can get that on Etsy.com. Rick, I can't spell it, so how do you spell it? That's E-T-S-Y dot com. In the in the in the search bar on that website, just type in "dirty rib" R I B job J O B. So, can either of you two tell me what a naughty fatty is? Oh, it. I, I think it's this one's pretty simple. It's a plus-size model who's a stripper. Okay, so Jay Hazel went with a plus-size model who's a stripper. Because she's naughty. Rick, what do you think? Naughty fatty, huh? Well... That's a good question. Does Guzzlebird have an answer while we wait for yours? <laughs> hey, Guzzlebird. You know what a naughty fatty is? What up, bitches? What's a naughty fatty, Guzzlebird? Oh, that's so simple. So check this out. So when you're looking for a prostitute, you got to find the one with the skimpiest clothes, but she also has to be a little bit overweight because those are the ones that are going to do the weirdest shit for the cheapest price. So you go up to her and you'll be like, I want a naughty fatty. So then she tells you it's 200 bucks and then you pretty much do whatever you want to her. So first she takes the anal beads and then she might take a little bit of a light spanking and then she wants you to feed her bacon. I don't know why, but she's going to have you feed her bacon. And then she's going to let you come out her face. And then she's going to ask you to smack her face with your penis. And then later you can pee on her. Naughty fatty. Okay. Does Rick have one or? I fucking hate you. Nope. Nope. Just no. no. All right. So a naughty fatty. Somebody who keeps food in an unorthodox location in hopes of others not discovering their excessive food supply. Oh, is that like when people like hide grilled cheese under the breasts? No, it's like when people hide candy bars underneath their dirty laundry so people don't know they're eating candy bars. Well, great. Now everybody knows where my fucking potato chips are. Thanks, Texas. No, why not? I've already given them your 
your uh, your OnlyFans account with Rick likes it in the butt sixty nine. It's Harry Toes twenty three sixty nine. Damn it! I know, but Rick likes it in the butt sixty nine is the password. Fuck. I think um Jazzman ended up twenty sixth. Possibly, yeah. I'll possibly could gain an extra spot or two, but the race is over. Um, He's gonna join us just in time for words of wisdom. If he, yeah, if he makes it, I don't know if he's he might be angry because of the how good he was doing, and then bam, he got taken out. All right, well, by the way, the, the Golden Knights scored. It's now four zip in the second. I'm gonna guess the Kings aren't gonna come back. Probably not. But hopefully, my guy's getting some points. But um. Um, Texas, do you have any words of wisdom you'd like to share? Would you like Rick Spade and Guzzlebird to start? Sometimes words aren't enough. That's why we have middle fingers. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> and there are apologies I'm still owed and apologies that will probably never come. But by far, the most important apologies are the ones I owe myself for not thinking I was enough, for not thinking I was worthy, for not realizing my magic before. And my last one, don't let your wild, majestic unicorn heart fall in love with someone who has the emotional intelligence of a soggy cat turd. That's good. That's that's some good advice. Rick, Guzzlebird, do one or either or both of you? I don't know. No, Guzzlebird decided he's going to take a nap now. Thank God for that. Asshole. I just have one. One. Simple quote. My mom always told me not to break someone's heart because they only have one. But break their bones. They have 206. Nice. <laughs> and, that's my, and that's my words of wisdom for this week. I Take it away, Jay Hizzle. I, I got some motivational say, stuff here. <sighs> I thought you were going to say don't break their hearts, break their beds. Don't go breaking my heart. All our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Walt Disney said that. And he pursued his, that's for sure. <laughs> the secret of getting ahead is getting started. I'll agree with that one. I'm guilty of analysis, paralysis, where I'm like, just keep researching or thinking about doing something, and then I don't get to it. But when I finally get started, then I actually get somewhere. I like this one. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. Michael Jordan said that. I like that one too. Good job, MJ. Giving some I've gone ahead in my fantasy my fantasy matchup. Oh, you have? Congratulations. Yeah, Mark Jones given me eleven points so far and Martin Jones and Marc Andre Fleury have yet to allow a goal, so Nice. So hopefully they keep it up. So it's hard to be a person who never gives up. Remember that. Babe Ruth said that. 
He never gave up. He also said, where's my hookers, my beer, my cigarette, and my food? And I like this one, too. If people are doubting how far you can go, go so far that you can't hear them anymore. Ah, some good words of wisdom out there. All right. And with that, we would like to thank you. Thank you so very much for joining us here at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Please like and follow our Facebook page at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. You can also reach us on the Twitter at Pod Damn Rick Spade, at Pod Damn Texas. He would love to hear from you, especially the ladies. Or at Pod Damn Idiots. P1. You can also reach us by email at poddamnidiotspodcast at outlook.com. Also, please like our YouTube at the Poddam Idiots Podcast and subscribe. Also, please like, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast app of your choice. Or if someone else chooses it for you, you can still leave a five-star review on there. Some examples could be Apple, Google, Stitcher, Podbean, Amazon, Music, and many more. So please. And we're now on Vodacast. We're everywhere to you. And please tell your friends, your family, your loved ones, your creepy neighbor, the girl next door. She'd be the hot neighbor. The hot nurse giving you your COVID vaccine. And the cop that just pulled you over for speeding. But maybe you can talk your way out of the ticket. But don't cry because they won't like that. But if you tell this cop about the Pod Idiots podcast, you really might get out of it. Your wife's boyfriend, the hot cashier at Goodwill, your babysitter, your boyfriend's side piece, the hooker on the street corner, your drug dealer, and tell anyone else that you come across to check out the Pod Damn Idiots podcast. Thank you.